What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm J-Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 4, Episode 17. And it's called Chapter 74, Wicked Little Town. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the end of the podcast because we are going to go through our recap roundups and your recap roundups, some of our best moments. You already know what my best moment was, some of our best lines. So be sure to stick around for the end of the podcast for that. We also have a contest going on right now for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket. To enter, all you need to do is rate and comment on our iTunes page, and you'll be entered in the draw. We're extending this contest to the end of Riverdale Season 4, so stay tuned for that. As always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let us get into this ep- Ooh, so, boy. Yeah. Live from the quarantine. Recap, rewind. <laughs> I know. So before we even get into the podcast, I think it's like it would be remiss if we don't even mention it. We have a podcast. We got to say it. Um, the world has been in quarantine for at least a month, uh, if not more, for some places in Day the world. Day 33. It's crazy. We're here in Canada and, you know, we're all, all in lockdown. I haven't seen NB in like over a month. It's been cray cray. Um, but we've been holding it down. NB, how have you been doing? Um, I've been OK. It's been a weird a uh, few weeks, you know, we're trying to keep on the FaceTimes and the Zoom calls and all of that. But sure. I really did miss Riverdale because I feel like Riverdale was like my anchor in the week or like, OK, it's Wednesday, yeah. so it's Riverdale. So we're going to record a podcast. But like we don't have that anymore. Like literally like Riverdale ended right when the quarantine started. Yeah. And so it's been like this weird gap of like time where I'm like, what is life right now? Like when is Riverdale coming back? <laughs> Yeah, so. it's crazy. It's so wild that it literally came back like just now after yeah. three weeks. And yeah. it looks like they're spacing out the rest of the episodes as well because they didn't finish recording season four. Yeah, it so, looks like just from looking at everyone's Instagrams, like Cami, um, Matt, uh, what's her face, Cheryl, like they're all there in Vancouver. So I feel like they're all stuck in lockdown yeah. um, waiting for this sort of to be released so that they can go back to filming because like they haven't finished filming season four yet. So right. it's going to be interesting to see what the F happens and how it all ends. Yeah. I mean, television, everything is just changed for, you know, forever. And, you know, we just hope that you guys are staying safe and uh, healthy. And that's pretty much all I want to say about that. I hope you guys are staying sane and, um, you know, keeping yourselves busy and stuff like that as well. Um, all right, let's get into this podcast. Moving on, moving forward. Uh, we're going to try to entertain you guys for our podcast so you can stay happy for at least another hour. Yeah, let's um, do it. All right. So uh, overall thoughts, just before we get into the full thing, what did you think? Honestly, Musical overall episode thoughts, of the season. And I want to like preface this because I did message JLag yesterday because JLag watched the movie that the, the musical is based on. Yeah. Um, and he was like, give it a watch. And I was like, honestly, like I watched the first like 30 seconds and I'm like, I'm already over it. Like I can't. Having said that, <laughs> when I read the premise and the plot, it sounded really freaking interesting. But I was like, this seems like a really adult like m- like plot for the demo of Riverdale. Right. And that's just my own like judgment. And hearing Kevin say it and kind of argue the fact against Honey in the episode, it's it convinced me. I was like, OK. I'm like, give it to me now. Like, I'm I'm down. Right. And so I was kind of pleasantly surprised because I was going into it being like, I'm probably going to not like this. Um, but I left it really, really surprised. I really loved the message that they were trying to get through. Um, and I did like the music. Like, it was kind of 90s punk. And yes, it kind of went with it. I was kind of down for it. I enjoyed it as well. Obviously, I mean, I, I knew of Hedwig. I had watched it years before, but then I rewatched it again. Uh, to kind of prep myself for the episode and um, yeah it's an enjoyable film if I, I think if you ever guys if you get a chance to watch it I think it's totally worth the watch um, it's got it's got a quirky it's very quirky um, it's got that kind of Broadway vibe because it is from a Broadway as well so there is all these cool layers to it the acting's great um, it's a very unique and interesting story um, but also very simple so it's not like hard to follow or anything like that um you just have to like musicals because they sing quite a bit in it um but the songs are fun to listen to and you're right it's a different vibe it's not like the i'm a musical i'm a broadway this is like rock punk it's kind of got a different edge to it which is kind of cool too so um yeah i enjoyed the episode i think the way they integrated the songs were really cool i was really excited for so many of the songs after watching the movie i'm like 
I wonder who they're going to make sing this song. So when they, they played them, I was like, oh, of course they're going to give it to these guys. But anyway, we'll get into that later. But yeah, I enjoy the episode and the stuff in between, the stuff that we get at the end of the episode, it really did finish it off in yeah, a really, it, really interesting totally. way. Yeah, yeah. All right. So starting right at the top, uh, Jughead is at Pop's Diner and he's writing his little novel. And he basically starts off by saying Stonewall is done. That storyline is complete. We were finished with it. We're moving on. But um, he finishes his whole kind of sentence with, but it's a little wicked. It's like a wicked little town. And that's the song, Wicked Little Town from Hedwig. And uh, he talks about how everybody is finding these tapes again. They They keep getting these VHS tapes. So I guess we can confirm that the Stonewall people and what happened there are not connected at all to the VHS Can we tapes. confirm that, though? Like, for sure? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess not. But a part of me always trusts what Jughead is writing because I'm assuming that he knows, like, he's he's talking about it as if it was in yeah, the past. Yeah, it's like the future. Yeah, yeah, he's in the Yeah, future. but I don't know. Like, you could be right because at the end, anyway, we'll talk about that because de- I don't know if, if those people are young people or not. Anyways. Um, they get these tapes, it cuts to everybody getting the tapes, and they all start singing a line in the song. But it's not just Archie, it's not just Betty, it's like the entire cast is singing, which I thought was kind of cool. The fucking parents started singing. At one point in time, I was gagged, Daddy Hiram Lodge, Mark Consuelo, shout out, like he sang, he got a little line in there with Marisol. Um, yeah, just like the entire cast, FP, Alice, like they all got a chance to... I guess, sing Show this up. chorus part. Yeah. yeah. It was cute. Which I think was one of the things that we were asking for in the last two seasons or the last two musical seasons. Um, the parents. You know, trying trying to get yeah. the parents in there. So that was kind of cool. So the first scene that we get is the Lodge residence. And Hiram is, you know, having his coffee. And Veronica comes in and she says, Daddy, what are you doing? You Don't you have a doctor's appointment? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have it after this. I'll go after this coffee. And then it cuts to him going to... The El Royale, and he's pumping that iron or whatever, and um, he can't, like, hold it, it up. Like, he starts to, like, glitch out a little bit, and so Archie kind of comes to help him, and he says, like, you know, maybe you should chill and, you know, like, not work out as much because you're sick, and Hiram, like, has his macho moment. He's like, don't what? you ever say that to me. Yeah. Like, bitch, what'd you say? Like, don't tell Veronica that I can't get swollen anymore. Like, that's not fair. So uh, he has, yeah, his macho moment there. Um, And that obviously leads to, like, problems later. uh, Because he says, don't tell Veronica anything. He's like, don't tell her that I'm, like, going to the gym so often. Don't tell her that, like, I'm, like, low-key not taking care of myself. Um, Then it cuts to Betty and Jughead at school. And she's, like, prepared. She is, like, the best girlfriend in this moment. She's like, I got a gigantic binder for you to, like, (laughs) go through. Um, and you can pass class and, like, graduate with me. And he's like, oh, I really don't want to. It's like, I just, like, fake died, and now I just don't want to go to school anymore. Yeah. And Betty basically says, like, let's just graduate together. Let's just go back to normal life. And he's just kind of dragging his feet through it. So instead of going to study, he goes to visit Charles. Uh, really question, Really quick question. Where the F is Charles Yeah, I have working? no idea. At this point, like, I'm like, he's sketchy to me at this point. Like, is he in a warehouse? Like, what the fuck? Where yeah. the fuck is he? And where are all the other employees? Yeah, like, like where like, are your coworkers? You can't just, like, <laughs> live and work on your own as an FBI agent. Like, <laughs> you I belong mean. to, like, a sector in a state yeah, or something. Like, that's... Exactly. I got so confused. Anyway, so he asked if he can help invest, uh, like, investigate these tapes um, he just doesn't want to deal with school at the moment. And Charles says, okay, fine. I won't say anything um, unless Betty asks me if she does and I'm going to have to say something. And uh, he's like, okay, cool. So whatever. They they kind of are collaborating on this. Then it cuts to Honey and Kevin in Honey's office, Principal Honey's office. And Kevin's like, sick. We're doing the variety show. And then Honey says, we're doing the variety show, but you cannot do Hedwig. I'm not happy with that con- that choice of song. Um, and then Kevin just goes in. He says it celebrates our entire generation. Uh, you know, it covers, like, all these different forms of diversity and different stories. And it's just, uh, like, a think piece for our generation. 
um, he says something like, we're numb, but we're also screaming, we are Generation Z. And I was like, oh, God. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's so young. Yeah. Um, and then he starts singing while he's, like, he has his first number. He starts singing while he's walking through the classes. He goes to sit down. So Everybody's what did you think like, really quickly? Like, what did you think about this being Kevin's episode? Because he really did. He got huge airtime this week. Huge airtime. What um, did you, you know, think? it's. It's really funny because I think somebody mentioned uh, Postmaster Radio, I think, on our comments while we were watching it, saying how this is the first episode in a very long time that Kevin doesn't have a romantic connection to mm-hmm. the storyline. And I was good very with true. it, but but I feel like he's still not completely fully faceted as a character. Like, I don't know what I want from him anymore, to be completely honest. Well, that's the thing, right? Because, like, it's like they're asking you to buy this character in this one episode, but th- throughout the whole series and season, he's sort of been, like, an LVP the entire time. So it's like, yeah. how are you supposed to buy this character just for this episode and be like, yes, Kevin! And then next week, he's going to go back to being, like, lame-ass Kevin. Exactly. Like I have, like, trust it, issues. It, like, I can't. Yeah, you know? I 100% trust issues <laughs> with Kevin's character. And I think that was my biggest thing about it. I'm, 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 of course, I'm happy to see him. He's super talented. This is the episode for Kevin. Very talented. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, there were just moments that I felt were would be more genuine if we had more time with Kevin and his soul searching moments. You know, like if you're gonna choose Hedwig and you're gonna choose like this whole uh, very deep, you know, conversation about identity and finding love and happiness, and then kind of extract this character who doesn't really have much outside of like a lustful relationship with boys and then there's tickle porn like there's just so many shitty things that oh happen my God, with Kevin. I forgot about that. I know, me too. So terrible. to your point, it's just like so many things that I I don't know what I yeah. could have taken away from Kevin's yeah. character from this episode. So it does feel a little self-contained. Do you know what I mean? Um I kind of died that everybody started singing in the hallways and shit because I was like, if you guys aren't doing Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears and do not sing in the hallways. <laughs> like, it's not, yeah. that's not the ticket. At one point in time, at the very end, Kevin literally gets airlifted. <laughs> like, he, like, gets carried all the way down the hallway by, like, four of the quarterbacks so and then cute. put right in front of Huddy. And Huddy's like, you still can't do Hedwig. And then that's yeah. how that scene ends. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, obviously he's going to still say no. Like, what was that teaching? <laughs> um, anyway, so then it cuts to Archie um, and he walks by, like in the hallway still, he walks by the variety show poster and he signs up himself and he says like garage band and it says the archies and he's like yes archies he's like feel myself feel myself and then (laughs) it cuts to the credits and i was like why is that the moment that we need to cut to the credits for like it's just his face his face looked so much more like profound and like epic than what it actually was i was like hey you're just signing up for the like musical like chill the fuck out bro and like how did no one else sign up already yeah (laughs) she was like empty like kevin number one where's your name (laughs) exactly uh anyway so then it cuts to archie in the garage and it's really cute moment that he finds his dad's guitar in the garage so cute so or maybe a guitar that his dad gave him either way it's just like one of those moments where he remembers his dad um then speaking of uh kevin back at the beginning kevin and fangs are talking in the music room and kevin is like uh, you won't even believe it. I gotta do like a song from Oklahoma, and Fangs is like, "Yo, man, like whatever. It's not a big deal. Just do whatever. You should rebel and just do something different. Go rogue." And so Kevin's like, "Okay, maybe." Um, then it cuts to Jughead and Betty at home, and she checks his fucking report, and she's like, "You didn't even like finish this these sentences. Like they're just like words on a page. Like what's wrong with you? You didn't even get any of this done." And he's like, oh, I, I know. Okay, fine. I'll Like, I'll get to it. It's just been, like, really hard for me to get focused. And he, as he's saying, like, I'm going to get to it, it cuts to him in the bunker watching the tape. So he's, he's not still getting to it. He's doing just his own not getting thing. to it. Yeah. Here's one of the things that I have a question for. And this is one yeah. of the things that are a core issue, I think, with Bughead in general or how they write Bughead as a, as a couple why can't he just be honest with Betty in these moments? Like, why can't he just say, I just came back from the dead? Like, 
I can't like well, I, I understand the like, buildup of drama, but like really, guys, like you know, I think I think looking back on the episode, I think they needed a point of tension to be like it, it pushes them away. I yes. think they needed that. But to your point, I think it's very true to like as a young kid. You don't really know which way like to sway. You're kind of you're pretty insecure. He doesn't want to tell her the truth. Like here's this person who was like believing in him and she wants him to like graduate with her and she's putting all these like, expectations on him and he just doesn't want to do it. And he doesn't know right. how to say that. And I think it's it does happen to a lot of kids, especially when you're like at that age. You're like, how do you say those things in words? You know, I just figure at this point, three years into their relationship, even they would be a little bit more like yes. after all the murders and the solving and, sure. the, and the teamwork and the and she and would the value understand. of teamwork and she would but understand. But here's the thing: people. like I said, I think they needed something to like make them fight. One hundred because there was nothing yeah. else. Like, what else are they gonna fight about? Like, there was literally nothing else. So they had to give them something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I mean. I just feel like it was like a fake storyline for them to just fight. But anyways, um, back at school, all the kids are chilling in the lounge. Archie comes in and he's like. Yo, guys, I just signed myself up for this garage band. I thought that we should come up and do this garage band thing together, even though we've never practiced one day in our lives together. Um, and you should they're go like, talk cool. to Theo. <laughs> I know. I was just I was thinking about Sabrina. I was like, yeah, got, those motherfuckers cool. practice. Yeah. Like, um, so he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this band. And they're like, OK, cool. Like, what's the name of it? And he's like, I was thinking the Archies. And they're like, what the fuck, dude? Why is it just <laughs> called the Archies? And it's funny because watching it now, I'm like, it is funny that they do call it out because, like, why was it totally. called the Archies? Yeah, yeah. You know? But like, it's just him. Like, that's who he is. You know? It is. It's true. It's like, let's just tr- work with it. So they're like, okay, cool. Like, why not? Why don't we do this? The one thing that I, I guess I didn't realize until this episode is they have never in- introduced the Archies into the show up until this episode yeah like well all of them on stage together well most of it right? i guess before was josie and the pussycats right so yeah that was sort of the musical like component of the show and then we had like veronica on her own trying to be like whatever she was trying to be like amy winehouse yeah. or something and yeah. um <laughs> yeah no i but i liked it it was cute yeah it was cute so uh, while they're in the lounge, Kevin calls everybody in uh, over the speaker and they're like, Every-, he just calls everybody out into the hallway and uh, it cuts to him and he's in full Hedwig, the Angry Inch drag. Yeah. And he sings the song, Tear Me Down. Um, and it's this like major rock song in the movie. Can we just he's... talk about the fact that the Angry Inch is about his like sex change Th- that like yeah, went wrong? Like, yeah. I'm like, I know. whoa, this it's premise crazy. is crazy. It's nuts, yeah. Especially the way that it plays. It's just sad. It's like a sad storyline. Oh, jeez. Um, anyway, yeah. So he's singing, and it's like this full anger rock song. Everybody's cheering him on. At one point in time, he grabs Archie, and he makes out with him, which I thought was, like, amazing. Um and yeah, everybody just seems to be having a great time. And I, I love these moments because I feel like you see the actors come out. Yeah, um, for sure. So easily. And like, even when Kevin goes to kiss Archie, I feel like KJ had a moment where he was like, ah, this is so funny. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. He wasn't just playing Archie in that moment, which was kind of cute. I, I always love um, seeing them in those scenes. But um, yeah, so he finished his performance. Obviously, Honey comes by right back in. He's like, Okay, well, now you're not just uh, not doing headway. You're not even going to be allowed to be performing in the at the variety show at all. Because, like, what were you expecting me to do at this point? Um, then it cuts to Betty and the girls. And then there's Kevin at a sleepover at Betty's place. And they're just talking. Betty's like, LOL, like, this is so fun. Right, Kevin? And, like, it shows <laughs> Kevin. And Kevin's like, He's like, yeah. wah, wah. <laughs> it's like the fucking Debbie Downer of the sleepover, just like sitting in the corner, so sad. Um, and so, also, Betty's can like, we just take in that we had to wait four motherfucking seasons to get a sleepover scene? Four seasons, man. What like, the hell? I know we had one in Cheryl's, like Cheryl's room, but like yes, this is like in did. Betty's room. It just felt very season one. I was like, this. I love this season and this episode like it's just taking you back to the beginning you know for sure for sure um it felt like very much like a grease moment yes you know totally I mean? yeah yeah um especially in betty's like you were saying in That's, betty's room yeah with, like, bright lights and the colors and whatever yeah. so um yeah so betty starts singing a song 
And um, I just wrote down the comment, I love Betty, because I like love I, I just love watching her perform. I love Lily Reinhardt singing. Um, and she just has such a kind uh, disposition that when you see her trying to take care of Kevin, you're just like, okay, okay, you can you know do what? that, Betty. And I don't know what it is this season. I Because fe- I've always loved Betty and Veronica. Like, honestly, I love them both equally. Like, super amazing actresses. But this season, I do feel like Lily and Betty, they just like surpass veronica's character and i don't know yeah. if that's because like they've just I, written veronica very poorly this season yeah or like we're over her like w- like we're over her weird like witty lines i don't know i just when you watch her on screen like betty is just she's betty like you know what i yeah. mean she is yeah. that girl next door who cares about everyone and the way lily plays it you can just see it and like feel it through the screen and this moment was like super cute between the two of them because the the pilot episode starts off with sure. Betty and Kevin in her room, like putting on makeup and shit. So yeah, it was just super cute. So many shout outs to the season one pr- premiere yeah. pilot episode, this episode, which I thought was so amazing, including this episode for sure. But I would have to definitely echo what you were saying about Lily Reinhardt slash Betty. Yeah. You're right. I think the writing is definitely way better for her. The acting, she performs just so much better in her yeah. role. And um, yeah, I don't know if I can make the comparison because they're such different people and different characters, but like Lily has definitely like surpassed, I think, a lot of the cast in terms of how she's able to show up um, yeah. on on screen. Yeah. And like that's not against anyone else's acting abilities. I'm just calling like it what it for is. Sure. And it could be the writing that they're writing for her. For sure. But she, she has, has this, a very compelling story. Yes. And she is very powerful on screen, but she's yeah. also very like like she's supportive and she's like, you know, like there's like a softness she, to her too. And she plays those yes. two things really well. She plays the subtleties like so, so well. Those close up shots. You can only get those close up shots with Betty Cooper yeah. slash Lily Reinhardt. Yeah. Cause she has these big emotive eyes. Like the ending scene lips, with like, her and Archie, that was all her. Like yeah, he was really totally. cute in that moment too. But the way when you see her on screen, like you feel her emotion looking yeah. at Archie and that's yeah. all her, you know? You're watching her. I'm watching yeah. I'm watching the Betty show basically when I watch her. <laughs> basically that's what we're seeing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they're yeah. singing. It's really cute. They all kind of like put wigs on at one point. He they put a wig on Kevin. Um and then they have a little like slow motion pillow fight. They're like, hee 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 hee. They're like, hee hee, this is so cute. And um at the end of it all, Betty says, honestly, what we should do as solidarity for the fact that you can't sing, we should all perform Hedwig songs um for the variety show. And Cheryl says, let me try to take a crack at Mr. Honey. I don't know why her, she was the one. Like, yeah. obviously, Mr. Honey's like literally the one that hates her hates the most. Hates her, yeah. So whatever. So she tries to do something with it. She goes to see him at Pop Steiner the next day uh, while he's like having a tea or something. And then um, she says, with all of her people, like the Vixens, they're all in like Pop's, Pop's diner wear now. And uh, she tries to plead with Mr. Honey saying we should we want to do Hedwig and she sings a song she performs a song Sugar Daddy um, which is also an enjoyable song from Hedwig it's very different in the rendition that they made uh, in the show so uh, like I said check out the music even if not the movie check out the music um, on Spotify or something but at the very end of the song, because the song is literally about a sugar daddy. It's about him, like Hedwig, getting a guy who's going to take care of him. So, um, but it's it's written in a way that it sounds like candy and it sounds sweet and it's all about like tempting and whatever. But then at the end of it, Honey's basically like, you literally proved my point. This is, the song <laughs> is failing. hypersexualized. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? And Tony says something that I was like, I don't know why they wrote this line in, but basically, um, Tony's like, well, what if everybody does a Hedwig song, huh? Like, what are you going to do Yeah, what are you going to do then now? And then Honey's like, oh, yeah, if that happens, then everybody's (laughs) getting barred from the proms. And they're like, uh, okay. (laughs) They're like, uh, shut it down, guys. So... (laughs) I was going to ask this question before, but I guess I can ask it now. What do you think about Mr. Honey? And, like, do you think because he's so, like, he's so against this and he's so, like, basically right-wing, like, this is too sexual, this is too much. Do you feel like you want him to come around by the end of the season and, like, really we see a different side of him? Like, do you want that from his character? I want it from his character, but at the same time, I almost don't just because of the fact that, you know, a character who's that 
much older, some someone who like really is like sticks to their guns on so many things. Like I want to see him kind of getting torn down versus have a change yeah. of heart because I feel see, like it's more I realistic. I feel like it's more realistic think- than. Me turning around, yeah. like, honey, being like, you're so right, all of you. Thank but you when is Riverdale me. ever realistic? Riverdale's never realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> you know, know what I, I mean? Sh- I shouldn't be, yeah. It's the true. only reason why I think that, and I think it's because the the actor choice, when they chose him as the principal, to yeah. me, I was just like, okay, what are they trying to tell us with this choice of actor? Like, is he going to have this, like, secret past that we don't know about? And then later it's going to come out that, like, maybe he was, like, he is gay the whole time. But, like... He's right. just like putting it aside and like wants to be like the stern principal. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping that like there's something like like a twist like that. I'm I'm kind of hoping for that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to and see what they do with from this the character. Students, you know, like because sure. I think that still can happen. I think I think adults can still learn from from students and kids. Um, and I would love to see that dynamic unfold on screen. Like by the end of the season, I don't know. But in yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see in, in what way like. Who gets to him, right? Who gets through to yeah. him? Yeah, you know, I was like, thinking like maybe not- him and Charles like have an affair and like somebody finds out, Ooh. and then like you're right, like he kind of gets torn apart, like he falls down and then he kind of like rises back up again because they're like, don't worry, like you're our principal, like we love you no matter what. Who yeah, knows? you never know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I basically wrote goes. the whole season. <laughs> um, so. After that scene, it shows Archie at the El Royale, and he's, like, punching the b- punching bag, and he gets all these texts from Veronica, and Veronica's like, come quick, emergency, my dad 911. I don't know why I'm not calling you. I'm just going to send you texts. Um, so, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It cuts to Archie and Veronica at Archie's place, and... She's like, I don't get it. He's supposed to be taking care of himself and going to his doctor's appointments. And this is when Archie basically breaks down all the tea. And he says, well, the truth is he's been going to the gym. And I, he told me not to tell you. But I don't think that he's been going to the doctor as often as you think that he is. And Veronica's like, so yeah, I'm not going to tell me about my daddy because it's life or death. Like she just lost her mind yeah. on him. And Archie's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, girl? Like, chill the fuck out. It's not that serious. And she's like, his life is in your hands. And this, like, she just, like, blew it way out of proportion, in my opinion. I thought it was, like, very extra of her to go and attack him this way. Um, But, again, it's one of those things where I feel like they had to formulate a conflict for these characters to break up in these moments. Because then it cuts to Jughead and Betty at the bunker. She goes to surprise visit him. And he's watching these tapes. First of all, if he was being stealth about it, he should have turned the fucking monitor the other way around just in case yeah. Betty came in. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, why are you facing it toward, like, the other way around? Like, she's coming down the goddamn stairs. Anyway, so she sees him watching the tape. She gets mad at him. And she's like, why aren't you even, like, studying? And he's like, I almost died. And so then they start to, uh, like, get into a fight. But can we really quickly talk about the fact that Jughead has, like, a bang now in this episode that was, like, literally hanging off of his face for the entire episode? I don't know why. I just never noticed it before. But, like, it was very prevalent this episode, this bang that was, like, it was, like, an emo bang that was just, like, flying around his face. Yeah, totally emo. Anyway, so it's pushing them, like, apart and obviously, like, kind of getting a setup for the next big scene. Um, And then they both start singing both the couples are screaming and singing at each other um veronica's like throwing shit and archie's like fuck you and betty's like fuck you too like everybody's just screaming and they're they're in big fights basically by the end of the scene then it cuts to honey at his office and he's just like whatever writing some shit down the secretary comes in and she's like mr honey come outside there's something happening in the hallway and so he comes out and there's like a million headwigs dressed as Hedwig. Um, and they're like done up to the tee. Like they have like Sephora makeup on, they got their faces painted, they got the wigs yeah. up, they got the clothes on. Um, what did you think of this like outrageous, like just visual? I mean, I loved it. I think it like played into 
um, the episode and the musical. No, I think they did a really good job. I thought it was just very like a lot. You're like visually, you're like, whoa. <laughs> there's, but it's like, expected, how did you guys... I guess. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like... I mean, we knew it from the promo, but at the yeah. same time, I was just like, this is very much a lot. So in this moment, um, Principal Honey is like, you know what, guys? I'm just going to cancel the variety show. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are canceled. Which I was like, what else does anybody else expect at this point? Do you think yeah. he's going to turn around and be like, yeah. you know what, guys? You're so Slow right. Slow clap. Thank <laughs> like, thank you for showing me that you all can play Hedwig of the Angry Inch. Like, I didn't understand what they were thinking of getting out of that se sequence. Like, like. That was my thing about this is, sure, if you guys want to rebel, but be, like, more strategic about it. Like, do it on the day yeah, of the variety sucked. show. <laughs> like, they sucked. Why the fuck did you guys do it and surprise him in the hallway? Like, for what? Anyway. And then it cuts to, uh, the moment of moments, y'all. Uh, Archie and Betty are in Archie's garage, and they're just, like, talking, and they're reminiscing, and I just want to say, it's really cute because at one point in time, Archie says, we peaked in the first grade as if, Aww. like, they kind of had, like, a cute little, like, romance when they were really young. Um, and he says something along the lines of, I remember that moment playing at the variety show in, um, he doesn't oh, say in season one. I wrote down in season one. <laughs> but... Yeah, he's like, I remember sophomore year or something. He said in sophomore year, and my dad was so proud of me after that show. He gave me a big hug, and he was like, you know, I looked at the crowd and I saw him. And Ugh. um, the one thing that I will say that I love, and say what you guys want about Barchi and Betty and Archie and all that shit, you have to give them the fact that I think it is so beautiful to see how they connect Betty yeah. to Archie's yes. past. I love and really, that. I love Really that. make that marriage between, and especially the season with losing Fred, with losing Luke Perry. Like, that's that connection is, like, it's not just fan service. It's necessary it's, for Archie's And it's real. It's character. real to their characters. Yes. And I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because I definitely felt the same way. And I think we mentioned it at some point in this season in one of the podcasts, like, saying that, like, if they do have a connection, it's going to be because of Fred. Because, like, mm. she gets that connection. She was their 100%. neighbor for how many years? She grew up with him. So their bond, their foundation sort of is their parents. Because, like, they have this, like, crazy background. And, like, she knows Fred. And for him to bring up that moment in that scene, to me, A, I loved it. Because it shows... Um, it sort of just brings everything back together, right? Like if you're yeah. a fan and you've seen season one, you're going to be like, oh my God, I remember that moment. And it cuts to his face. It cuts to Luke Perry, like smiling yeah. and like almost crying, watching his son. Like, oh my God, it felt so freaking emotional and yeah. so real. And for him to be sharing that moment with Betty felt like a thousand times more um, meaningful than if he had been sharing that with Veronica. And I don't, 100%. like we know why that is, but when you see the contrast, like when you see it happening on screen, you're like, oh my God, like they're going to sure. kiss right now. Like this is so cute. <laughs> and and that is kind of what <laughs> happened. So first they sing the song, The Origin of Love. Um, I love that and, song. And I need to download so, it like right now. So, so good. Guys, if you guys like, if you don't want to listen to anything off of Hedwig, did listen they release, to The Origin of Love. Did Riverdale release their, their own like soundtrack? I, I looked it up this morning, and usually they have the, the songs ready from the musical episode available yeah. the next day, and they didn't have any on Spotify at least. So I'm wondering if they just like had issues with the release, or maybe they didn't maybe they'll release, release it, it this soon. season. Or yeah, we'll see. Oh wait, they do have it. Oh, sick. Yeah, they do have it. It's on iTunes. Nice. Check it out. Oh, I guess it's not on Spotify yet. Um, Origin of Love. Oh. Definitely a great song. Um, and putting them both on this song, I don't care what Ugh. you guys say about Barchi, but like this is the song of songs. Oh you know what my I mean? god! And <sighs> it's just so good. If you guys want, like, I will say actually, if you do watch Hedwig, if you can look up a clip on YouTube or something, or just watch the movie. If you watch the performance of Origin of Love, they do this beautiful animation over top his narration of the song, and it's so paints such a beautiful visual of what Hedwig is singing in this episode. You got to watch it. Anyway, um, they're singing I'm not, not going to get into this moment now. I'll get into it in my recap roundups because I'm going to go off. So, Yeah. Um, we'll <laughs> talk about it a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, so 
Veronica, <laughs> so Veronica has a moment in the song as well. Before we finish the song, Veronica has a moment in the song where she's singing by herself at the Lodge residence, and there's this random fucking crossfade of Archie's face I just died. like hovering no, over. I thought that they did that in the movie. Was that ever in the movie? I they do different visual elements, but I okay. don't remember that being a big visual I element, was like, to be honest. Yeah, I, I thought maybe it was from there because I was like, bro, no. that's so cheesy. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that that was like a thing, but they maybe they were trying to experiment with some visuals. It's like, I don't it's know. like, it's like that motif, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I didn't love Veronica on this track just because I felt like it's a song that's meant for a duet and like her coming in in this moment, I was like, girl, I don't need to hear about you. Mm. And then when Jughead came in, I was like, boy, I don't want to hear about you either. Really? Like he starts, I didn't like, I mean, he gets angsty, which the song gets angsty yeah, toward the end Yeah, I liked too. him in it. I kind of liked him. I think he I pulled know, it first off. Of all, he keeps chucking shit around as if like he doesn't have to clean it up later. Like he's out here just yeah. like making a fucking mess yeah. of the bunker while he's having his angsty moments. Um, but yeah, the final scene that you see um, in this song and this performance is Archie and Betty getting closer and closer and closer. And this ain't an accident. This is not a drill, y'all. This is y'all. for real. This is for real. Archie this and ain't Betty no dream are sequence, y'all. Kissing beach. They were kissing. Oh uh, my! I can't wait to go back and rewatch that scene. Uh, what the hell? Okay. I was gagged. What Honestly, did you think? Honestly, I really want to get into it more, like in roundups. But like, what I really want to know, like, okay, my ultimate barchi moment i guess i never really had one in my head of like how it would go down yeah but this surpassed like everything like all of them. the flashbacks yeah. from the pilot episode the music they're singing i was like i never knew that i wanted this to be a musical moment but like it's fucking amazing yeah like it and was I think, so good i think this was the part of the um episode where you see the flashbacks of um, them kissing in season two as well. Like it's all these moments that keep rushing. Yeah, back yeah. In, um, which I yeah. was like, yo, it's either this one or and, the next one. And are anyway. they dancing at this point, or is that later on? No, that's the later episode. Okay, that's okay, the later yeah, part. yeah. But anyway, it's just it was like a gag moment, but also I loved it. Obviously, we loved it. Um, I know that. So, the, question the to you universe... quickly. Yeah, go ahead. When they pulled away, when they stopped kissing. Did you feel like this was a kiss that they wanted to do again or that it was like a mistake and they're not going to get back to it ever again? I mean, I feel like they are just completely entranced with each other and they don't know yeah. what to do with each other. Yeah. I yeah. think it's one of those things where they're looking at each other now and they're like, oh, shit, what are we doing now? Yeah. And like, how did I never by... see you before or something? Yeah. Right? They're shocked by the magnetism. I mean, the gag is that Batty, Betty's probably seen it way more times than Archie has. Yeah. You know, she's how like, many I've been wanting Archie... your dick from time, but you yeah. like, never saw me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just basically Archie getting there, too. So I think it was just but one I of But I think moments. her, too. I think she fell in love with Jughead along the way. Like, she True. didn't. Yes, she really did just put Archie in the back and was like, I'm never going to have him because, like, my best friend has him now. And. Yeah, but I think just their mutual realization was like super powerful to see For on sure. screen. Because I because it started off in a very friendship moment talking For about sure. memories, and yeah. then it just turned into something romantic because of yeah. where they're both at with their relationships, yeah. and it just happened. And it was it was crazy to watch. I loved. Oh it. Oh my god, loved it. Um, I yeah, I definitely want to watch it. I'm again. so happy they did it justice. And that we can both sit here being like, it was amazing. You know, like, because we I was worried. I was like, if they do have a moment, what's it going to be? How are they going to do it? Are they going to have music over it? Like, how's it all going to go down? Are we going to buy right. it? You know, right. and I'm just glad that they did it justice and they did it in such a beautiful way. I love it. I will. I do have something to say, but I'll say it in this next scene um, about the Barchi relationship. So Betty, okay. it cuts to Betty in her room and she's like com basically comatose because she doesn't even know. She's like stunned. <laughs> she's like what? She's like staring at the wall. She's looking They're at a picture. They're both in shock. <laughs> like full out shock. She's like staring at the wall, looking at a picture of her and Archie. And then that's when Jughead walks in with his report and he's like, I was like, I girl. forgot they lived together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how awkward is that? That she can't so even get away awkward. from it. She had to fucking walk back to her house that her boyfriend yeah. lives in. <laughs> She's like, my baby. Oh, no. I just made out with your best friend. Um, 
but it's yeah it was very awkward to see her with him in this moment because you know that she feels that guilt and that shit so he goes in for a kiss she has to awkwardly kiss him and then as soon as he leaves we get a Lily Reinhardt performance of her just bawling and breaking down and crying and I need to say this in this moment I love Barchi. I love I, I've supported the way that they molded this relationship. The one thing that I will say, and it frustrates me because I know that this is gonna be the future of Barchi and it's gonna taint the relationship in the future. Yeah. Is why can they not give Barchi like an actual honest chance? And but they might instead, though. But they've turned it into an improper wrong no, relationship. But, I, but that I these guys are sneaking around. I know, but I don't know if they're going to sneak around for the whole time. Like we'll, but, we'll have to see what happens. But, but what I'm trying to say is, number one, already the the fandoms are already like this is unacceptable. Varchi shippers have already like said outright they're going to stop watching the show if this is what happens. Like. There was already such an anger and frustration against Barchi that this doesn't give them a fighting no, I, chance I, I hundred, at all. I, I understand what you're saying and I, I agree with it, but I think it's the only organic way for it to have started. I think them seeing that, like you said, there's this like this like connection that they didn't even realize was there before. And it's not like they're going to go and like have sex like tomorrow, but like they're going to probably yeah. like push it down and be like, no, 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 like I'm good. Like I don't feel like this. And right. I think that push and pull is like really like exciting to watch because like they don't want to feel those things but like they just do and that's what you you can't help that that's like love like you can't help that feeling and i i just think it's time for barchi to rise up because i just think i just think in where they are right now as characters they needed to like explore something different i think in the end that jughead and betty are going to end up together for sure but i just think what they're all going through like that person is better suited for them right now you know that's totally fair. I understand what you're saying now. But yeah, I just I just wish that they I had I know you wish it started off chance. like nice and like honest, but that's not Yeah. That's it probably wouldn't have ever started like that. You know what I mean? It's true. There was no place for there it. There was no there. place for that, yeah. Yeah. Um so then it cuts to Archie in his room and uh Veronica walks in, she brings in cupcakes, not from Magnolia Bakery, but from Pop's Diner. And she just apologized. She's like, sorry, it was crazy. Even when she made that joke, I was like. <laughs> yeah, I was like, LOL, <laughs> not really. Yeah. You can't get that shipped to you right now. Uh, <laughs> 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 We're all in lockdown. So I was um, like, your boyfriend just kissed your best friend. So like, this is cupcakes so aren't going to help the situation. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, boo-boo. Um, so... Um, Veronica says, good news about the variety show. Even though it got canceled, we can do the variety show now at the Bon Nui. I had a good idea, and uh, we're going to do it there. And then as soon as she leaves, Archie's, like, punching the bag, and she sees Betty. He sees Betty across, like, the window. And then we get a second song together through the window yeah which i love well, i didn't expect this at all didn't expect a second song they sing together but this time it's like a fantasy but basically it gave me Ugh, like i love this moulin rouge vibes number one because it's like singing and dancing whatever but at the same but it's time like the epitome of like a musical right it's like this musical totally. fantasy moment and then it kind of pulls you out and then like you see that it actually didn't happen that way Right. Um, but you were still able to get a glimpse of what it would look like if they were like dancing in her room, and like they cut to like the flashbacks of like the I dance together, was dead. and there was dead. even like a fucking disco ball in his room. Like you could see the lights. I'm like, oh, this is so cute. Full I can't. chills, full chills. This episode oh, because God. they cut back to that first dance during the first episode of season one, and it was funny because I was gagging. I was like screaming on the couch and. I looked over, my partner was like, why is this such an important moment? I'm like, she's wearing, they're wearing the same clothes. Yeah, they're clothes. wearing the same clothes, like, yeah. They recreated that moment, yeah. and I was just, because he hasn't seen episode, uh, season one yet, which I'm like, oh, you should have just, wa- you should have yeah. watched season one and stopped there. But anyway, um, yeah, it's, it was just what? such a beautiful moment to shout out, and I was just like, this is the episode where she says, are you going to be my boyfriend? He says yeah. to her, it's not going to happen. It's in this moment, and it's just so... Like brings it all full circle, and it's so beautiful to so, see them four the years thing. later. 
Yeah, go when ahead. you really think about that scene, I'm like, okay, but this scene, like, he legit like rejects her, like in her face. Yeah, like, it was a pretty tight scene for her, the it fucking was. teacher because he wanted to go fuck the teacher. So yeah. I'm like, okay, it's not really a cute moment because like he, she gets rejected and her heart gets broken. But after when he's when he's singing and like the lyrics, he's saying like. I was just like a young boy. Like I didn't see what you were like. I messed up. Like I didn't see it for what it was. Right. So it sort of does tie in that whole scene for me. Like it kind of came full circle. And I was like, he is admitting the fact that like, he just never saw her like that before. And why didn't he, you know, for sure. It was like, he was like admitting to himself and it just connected those two things for me because in truth, like, yeah, in that scene, he was rejecting her. So like, it wasn't a cute (laughs) moment for her because she was like crying halfway through it basically. Right. Yeah. But no. Yeah. It was so cute. It was so cute. I loved it. Shout out to the editors. Uh, Like the, just the way that they, they set that up. Beautiful. Loved it. Um, the song is over and it cuts back to them both at their windows. What song was that? J-Lag? Um, I think that it was the reprise of Wicked Little Town. I think it's like a different version of the same song. Oh, I see it. Okay, that we, yeah, yeah. That we heard in the beginning. Yeah. But it's just like a slower version of it. Yeah. Um, so they have this final look, and I have to ask you, what do you think that look meant at the end? <sighs> Them looking know. across, like, is it over? Are they saying yeah. goodbye to each other? Like, are they realizing that this is not appropriate and, like, they've made, like, a mutual acknowledgement that we're not going to do this? Like, what is it? Honestly, like, I don't think it's over. Because, like, from what he was singing in the song and, like, I don't know, the things that he was saying, like, it sounded like he was finally realizing how much he cared about her. So I don't know if he can just be like, I'm off now. Like, you're done now. Bye. Right. I don't know if they can do that now. But, like... That last it scene does, looked like it was like we're still fall, far apart. Like there's this divide between us. A gap, yeah. A gap, and um, maybe they're gonna try to hold it down for a little bit more. Like they're gonna be like, no, no, no. Like we're good. Like we don't like each other. And then maybe yeah. it'll just have to happen. What a story, know. though. Like what, what a story think? to tell. I I want I I feel like it's to your point. It's not done. They can't finish Barchi off yeah. in this episode. But at the same time, I think that it might be done for a little bit of time because we got some inklings of Barshi last episode and then this episode. So I feel like it's either going to accelerate or it's going to taper down after this episode. So having said that, can I ask you a real question? When like for me, honestly, like I was passively watching the episode up until that moment. And yeah. the minute that <laughs> shit happened, my attention was like peaked. I'm like, oh my God, like what's happening? And right. not that it's just Barchi. Like, I just feel like this episode started off as a musical about everyone, but then it turned into like a fucking Barchi moment. And I was like, yeah, I'm down for this. Like it just, I don't know. Maybe it's just me because I love Barchi, but like, I want to hear what you guys have to say about it too. But for me, like it pulled me in. Yeah. Like totally. I couldn't take Agreed. my eyes off the screen. Yeah. And the beginning part of the episode just wasn't doing that for me. So I hope I that no it matter, continues. You know, I think no matter what you say, like, like all shippers across, this was a gag moment. This was a moment where like jaws were dropped. Like, yeah, you were hooked to the TV because yeah. you wanted to see how this was going to go down. Um, yeah. And it was and the because music was of Archie. Beautiful. Like it was and the just, music was beautiful. Yeah. 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 Um, final scene is at the Bon Nui and they're introducing Archie's for the very first time, which I like, again, very shocked that like, this is the first time that we're meeting the Archie's, um, Archie starts singing and Betty is like looking at him in the darkness. And I thought that was kind of funny because they're both like still in the same space, but still having those feelings. We still don't really know what that, like they're feeling right now. They sing the song Midnight Radio which is a very good song as well. Um, And all of them kind of join in and there's like everybody there. Everybody's kind of getting a shout out. Um, And they all end up on the roof, which I thought was kind of funny because it kind of is a shout, like a shout out to the first season with Sugar Sugar and the Pussycats. Shout out to the Pussycats. And I love that KJ got to play the guitar because I know that he loves playing the guitar. And he looked like he was having the best time of his life. Time of his life. I think he was having the time of his life. Like, he had such a good time doing that part. Um, But as they're singing at the front, you see Honey, like Principal Honey, like lurking in the crowd. So he does come around at the end of even this episode. So to your point, like, 
Is he there just to kind of see what's going on? Is he there because he's starting to slowly convert as a character into something more likable? Like, that probably will be answered later on in the season. Where do you feel like you stand at this point in time? Well, that's the thing. Like I like I was saying before, I really do think that he's going to come around. I don't think they would have chosen Kara Smith if, like, it wasn't a big role. Like, if he was just playing this nasty-ass, like, loser principal the whole season, I feel like he probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Um, but I think that if there's, like, this really, um, you know, important and meaningful twist towards the end, like, I can see that happening. And I think I want that to happen. Yeah, for sure. Well, well, I th- I think you're probably right. Like it makes the most. Because then it's like, why not just keep Weatherby? Like, just is yeah, that his, no, his it's name, true. Right? Weatherby. Like yeah. they could have just kept him, and he could have been like that stale old like guy. You know, like true, true, true. No, it's true. He's like, gonna be a new energy in a different yeah. angle. Hopefully. Yeah. The final thing that we see, which is fucking eerie as fuck, and I'm glad they gave it to us because yeah. the episode was good, but this like turned it to a different level. Jughead is watching everybody watching them up on the stage, but. He's watching that everybody's got cameras and video cameras. He sees this random kid with like a gigantic fucking broadcast camera. (laughs) And he starts to glitch out because he's like, oh shit, like they're monitoring us right now. Like someone could be watching us. Yeah. And then it cuts to him uh, because, and then it starts to his voiceover is like, oh, it's just like, you know, they're just waiting for us to to slowly get comfortable before they attack us. Um, It cuts to him watching a video in the bunker and. It's a video of a guy who is in the middle of the woods and he's wearing a Jughead t-shirt and like a fake like Archie Comics Jughead face, like mask. Yeah. And he's like panting and he's like very scared and it shows a Betty character come up behind him with like the mask on and then grabbing a rock and then smashing him over the head, this this person with the, the Jughead mask on, smashing him over the head to death, we're assuming. And then at the very end of the video, like, the Betty character, like, looks into the camera, and yeah. that's how it ends. Yeah. And um, it's just, like, the gaggery and the goopery of it all. Like, what the hell just happened? Um, we have another murderer on our hands. I was like, like, oh, my God. It's like, you guys gonna... couldn't go three episodes without a fucking murder. <laughs> like, leave me alone. <laughs> I was like, so pissed. So annoying. But at the same time, I was so intrigued. I'm like, Who yeah, the fuck is but like, this? I'm over it. Like, just yeah. give me Barchi. Girl, I hear you. I hear you. So, yeah, the questions that I had at the end of the episode are what will happen with Barchi? I guess it's all a big question mark at this point. Yeah. We know what we want from it. So we'll see how it goes. Um, and then the second question is who's doing these tapes? Do you think that Principal Honey's involved because they're bringing his character kind of forward? Um, like, and who were these people in the video? There's a woman, there was a guy that he killed, she killed. Um, first I thought it would have been Jonathan, um, and the girl, but the guy is like, it's the, the realness is like, he was white. So like he, it, it couldn't have been Jonathan who was, who got his head smashed in uh, the drug head. Oh. Cause he, cause he's not white. Yeah. 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 And... <laughs> But, like, then I was like, is it Donna? But then I was like, but Donna's out here, like, she's, she dipped, and I mean, I don't know. she didn't dip. I do I do think it's going to be, the only reason, I do think it's going to be them, but the only reason why I'm, I'm doubting that is because, like, it's so obvious that it could be Donna and that guy, Brett, you know? But at the same time, I'm just like, but why? But Bring why? it back now, yeah, like, yeah, an yeah. episode later, yeah, yeah. after everything has been resolved. I know. I mean, it is one of the things that we did say at the end of that episode is, like, Donna didn't, like, get any justice. That's the thing. Like, nothing happened to them. Nothing happened to her. So she is walking away a little unscathed. But at the same time, I'm like, who knows? Maybe they'll have to team up with Donna in order to find this new murderer. And maybe Donna will be a more likable character. Or it's Chicken Charles, you know? Or it's Chicken Charles, but it's a woman. Like, she, unless it was a woman. No, but how do you know? Like, because the mask was on, right? But, like, you see the form figure of the, the female also, body. Also, like, like, is Chick even out of jail? He's probably still in jail, no? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't know. know. Man. This is I don't so know. stupid. I'm not sure who it is. Is it adults? Is it kids? Like, we don't really know for sure. But that's <clears> the end of the episode. Before we get into our roundups, we have a few comments from you guys from yeah. at Daz at Micah. Someone has a thought. They have a thought about Barchi. Um, they said, I don't mind the idea behind it because it was a classic in the comics, but I don't want it to be exclu- explored in the way of cheating. I like Bughead and Varchi fine, but I like to mix it up. 
I am fine with Barchi. I just won't, don't want it to be cheating. Agreed. I I I agree. And like you were saying the same thing. I, I I can see why you guys feel that way. I don't think it's gonna keep going on. Like they're not gonna go and like like have sex in the bunker and like not tell you know Veronica and Jughead. But I do think that this mo- moment happened. It wasn't planned. It wasn't like expected. I think they're yeah. probably gonna have to admit it to themselves and to their partners. And then they'll probably go forward with like whatever it is, you know? Right. Yeah. There's still yeah, it's still early. Um, at Sardonically, she says, Does this make us the does this make us the new protagonist in Riverdale? Especially since everyone apparently hates the current core four. Can you really blame them? They are all assholes. What does that um, mean? I don't know what that means, but uh thank you for the comment. At Lana uh Scopjack says, I don't actually know. Um, how I should feel about Barchi. I mean, in the beginning of the show, I was like, oh my God, Barchi. And then I was like, ew, <laughs> Barchi. And now I'm like, well, not too bad. But can we please talk about how interested Nana Rose seemed when they watched the tape? Dude, Nana Rose. Like... <laughs> First Shout of all, Lana, her reaction to Barchi is like all of us. Like, okay, yeah. wait. You're like, Maybe not. What? It's like that girl, the, the meme of the woman like trying that drink. She's like, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, let's get into our recap roundups. Let's do it. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. What was your best moment? You know, obviously our best moment is our best moment. It's the same thing. It's the Barchi <laughs> moment. We've been waiting yeah. for effing years for, for this sure. moment. Um, yeah. And, you know... I don't know. We've pretty much like talked about it in depth, but like I, I did really, really love the way they produced it. The music was perfect. The lyrics were like so on point. They're acting yeah. like everything kind of just worked out. And it was a moment that I was very, very like I had very high expectations for that moment. And uh, for sure. uh, I didn't know that it was going to come in this episode. So that also gagged me a little bit and mm. I didn't know how they were going to do it. So very impressed with how it all came out. Yeah, same. I agree. Yeah, so we have the both both the same best moment. That, yeah. that Barchi moment. WTF moment. What was your WTF moment? WTF moment is my Barchi moment because I just want to talk about it a bit longer. <laughs> You're like, both of them. I'm like, how do back. I extend this so I could talk about it more? Um, <laughs> no, but my question to you was, okay, we did love the moment, um, but yeah. it was a musical moment. Would you have preferred it to be something else? Like, would you have wanted them to actually talk to each other? Because... They don't really talk. They just sing to each other. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I will say, and I think it's just the magic of a musical. It's almost like it gives me those, you know, all the musicals you watch. It's like people get caught up in the song yeah. and the emotion of the song. And yeah. then they're like, blah, 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 like they start making out. <laughs> yeah. um, I just feel like it's a classic musical moment. So, yes, of course, I want them to have dialogue and them get there on their own. Um and I feel like we kind of got that, but it was a fake moment, obviously, when they're in the music room and she's talking about how sad and lonely she is. And like, it's that setup shot of them talking and then they make out in the music yeah. room a couple episodes back. But I think they can do it. That's what I mean. I feel like they can have those conversations and get there anyway, emotionally. Um, but the song just kind of pushed them for sure. hundred percent agree. You kind of bought, you kind of bought it more because it was yes. a part of the song. Yeah. Having said that, I do want I do want to see a follow up conversation <laughs> about sure. like uh, what just happened. Like, are we what good, happened? fam, or like are we gonna yeah. like fuck? Like, what's yeah. going on here? 100%. So I want to see a moment without like a soundtrack. You know. Agreed. <laughs> My WTF moment is has to go to the ending. That was a crazy like t- turn of events. Um, I think NBU just solidified it perfectly. Like we didn't need a murder moment, but yeah. I got we got it anyway, and it was gagged. So I was it was cool. MVP. MVP. You know what? I'm gonna give Kevin Keller the MVP award Whoa. finally because I don't think I've ever freaking given this kid the MVP <laughs> award. You know, I'm just gonna give it because I really don't feel like he's ever gonna have an episode like this ever again. <laughs> You're um, like one you know, time. Only. He did kill it. I think Casey Cott is super talented. I think he has yeah, a great he voice. He's like made for Broadway. Um, and I think he really did own the character that he was in this episode. So I'm gonna yeah. give it to him for that. That's totally fair, totally deserved. I would agree with you. Um, it was hard for me to find an actual MVP this episode. So outside of Kevin, I'd say I gave it to Reggie 
Reggie, one moment <laughs> for his like two moments, I think of uh, giving us some comedic relief. I think he was fun to watch when he was on screen. He yeah. was in full drag at one of the scenes that he was in, and so I was just cute. like, even if it was for three seconds, I was like, he's bringing the he, comedy, yeah. which I appreciate. Yeah, totally. Sure. LVP. LVP. I'm gonna have to give it to, and this was kind of hard because like I didn't know who to choose, but I'm gonna say Charles because. Mm. Are you even an FBI agent, bro? Like, what's going on? Like, are you a real cop? Like, do you investigate you real shit? Also, like, you shouldn't you have solved this thing already? Like, these damn VHS tapes. Like, are you slacking? What's going like, on? I want more information. Don't tell me that you gave the tape of a murder on it to Jughead and you didn't even see that tape yeah. yet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You idiot. Um, yeah. So he's just slacking, I feel like, you know? Agreed. He's, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Um, my LVP, and I hate it. I hate that I'm doing it, but I have to, I think, just as, like, my moral compass of it all. Oh, but Barchi, I'm giving it to Barchi for it being a technical cheat moment. Not a cool move, guys. Um, but is I'm it sure cheating, it will, like, though? Te- like, it is. Is it, <laughs> is it cheating when... Um, your friend goes and plays Seven Minutes in Heaven with like your soulmate basically in Listen. episode one, season one. <laughs> Who cheated Listen. first? The gag, the gag, the gag. It's true. <laughs> You're right. I, I, no, I'll, I get it. I'll I get it. it. <laughs> I get it. I mean, she did cheat on Jughead, but like, whatever. Who cares? And whatever. <laughs> the, the best line. line. Uh, best line is going to go to Archie when he says in the song, he says, Forgive me, I was just a boy and you were so much more. And I was like, ah! like, it was so cute. Because like, yeah. he's really, it's such an amazing moment for like a young kid like him to admit and realize that at that time I was just a boy and I didn't see who you were. Like, I didn't see how great you were. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, they didn't have to get him to go there. They could have just been like, okay, like now they like each other. But for him to admit that was really, really powerful. And to your point, like you said, it's like the words just like fell right onto yeah. the script like yeah. it was perfectly placed for them yeah um my best line is also a song but it's from origin of love and i just wanted to pull and they never knew nothing of love it was before the origin of love Aww. um such a great song again check so it out cute. when you get a chance um really quickly before we get to the end of the episode our listeners had a bunch of roundups at 25 on it best moments sleepover scene mvp barchi wtf barchi slow dance LVP Jughead shouting, uh, shouting, uh, start Betty, um, and then uh, best line and Shoni from the song when someone I think it's Veronica who's like and Shoni. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at Lisa Dobb fifty five says best moment Betty and Archie slow dancing and sitting and singing in Betty's room. WTF moment the ending MVP Kevin LVP Mr Honey. Best line, forgive me for I did not know because I was just a boy and you were so much more. Um, at Dazit Micah, best moment, the slumber party and the protest. WTF moment, the, squ- the love square between the core four. MVP, uh, Kevin, LVP, Mr. Honey and Barchi for cheating. And best line, somehow I screwed up with Veronica. And then Archie said, uh, that's from Archie and the comment is, you did in more ways than one. You cheated on her with her best friend. Postmaster Radio says, best moment, Kevin and the girls slumber party and the Shoney number. WTF moment, Barchi rising. MVP, Kevin. LVP, Mr. Honey. And best line, somehow Sugar Daddy stood out. I don't know why. At Matt, I'm just going to say Matt because you have the crazy number at the end of your name. Best moment, maybe I'm crazy, but I loved about 70% of all the songs. They used less auto-tune compared to previous music episodes, which I think made a really positive difference. Sounded great when they sang with their voice in a lower register, not so much in the higher register, though. (laughs) Um, WTF, the ending, but the WTF moment in real life is the hate I see online about Barchi. I thought Archie slash Veronica and Betty slash Jughead were getting... About uh, about stale. I'm excited to see things yes, get shaking. Exactly. Up. And also, I'm glad that you guys shouted out the fact that um, there's a lot of hate online about Barchi. Guys, just chill like, the fuck stop out. Hating. It's a television like, show. The world is already fucked up as it is. Like, can guys. we just enjoy Barchi right now? <laughs> 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 
Um, MVP is Jughead. He's singing. His singing was pretty damn good. Yeah, he he did a good job. He I did. Know that, he did a very yeah. Because last Cole, time it like, was like one line. Yeah, this time around he did like four songs. Yeah. LVP, the writers for teasing the videotape plot line at the start of the season and then barely mentioning it for sixteen <laughs> episodes. Then conveniently bringing it back into the storyline once the murder cover-ups and jumping out windows were done and dusted. That's how they roll. That's how they roll, y'all. I mean, did you want that fucking storyline during a fucking no, no, moment? No, no, no. I feel like we wouldn't have been able to handle it. Um, best line, Mr. Honey saying toodles and Kevin's speech about how his generation faces crisis after crisis. Always nice to get some realism, realism in Riverdale. Finally, at Lana Slopejack says, best moment, sugar daddy. I felt for Mr. Honey. Um, WTF moment, Fang singing while he is basically naked. Um, MVP, I actually, that was funny that you moment, uh, shouted out that moment because um, my partner wanted me to make him my MVP. Fangs for being shortlist during that song. Yeah. Um, MVP, <laughs> Shoni and Kevin, and LVP, Veronica, because she's a dumbass bitch, and Archie, because he's a dumbass <laughs> bitch who cheated. Wow. I did not expect that. Um, That's amazing. And best, best line was and Shoni from Veronica. I just couldn't. I lied on the floor dying, like literally dying. Everyone so loved that moment, eh? People love that moment to laugh at. That is the episode, guys. We have our contest going on right now for a chance to win $50 Amazon gift gift card and pop socket to enter all you need to do is rate and comment on our itunes page and you'll be entered in the draw you're extending this contest to the end of riverdale season four i'm going to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode thanks for keeping us going our rewinder squad white nicole faith lit rewinders tina and sarge serena Soleil, kate and jessica and our mommy rewinders becca sarah tamala and grace thanks guys and if you would like to join our patreon family check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind if you join you get access to all things recap rewind exclusive contest content and updates and also make sure you guys are checking us on all of our socials instagram twitter youtube facebook and all you can, you can find us on google Podcasts, spotify and itunes like subscribe follow review and comment to stay with engage with us at recap rewind Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.